Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee, and you can call me Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. This is episode 491 of the show. Don't forget to get your five-star reviews in. We will totally do a $500 giveaway at episode 500, which is going to be in nine more days. This episode is all about how to have a communicative team, which just means a team that freaking talks to each other, right? This is really important for scaling your business, obviously. And so I would just like to share that I think this episode is going to change your business and change your world. So with that, if you love it, like I said, leave a five-star review, screenshot it, make sure you subscribe as well. That's super important to spread the good news of the show. And I don't know where that accent came from, my goodness. But I do hope you love this episode of the show. I am obviously training a network marketing team, so anything that could be misconstrued as an income claim, it is not meant to be an income claim. I do not guarantee anything except for I guarantee that I work really, really hard and my results are by no means typical. I hope you love the show. If you do, just take that little link, copy it, paste it, bada bing, bada boom, bam, bam. I don't know why I'm talking like this. What's wrong with me? Anyway, hope you love this episode of the show, guys, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Come on, caramel cold brew. Love it. So I want to talk about uh, today, just in general, about how to have a more connected team, like a connected, um, you can call it a connected workforce, because that's really what these people are, right? And some people, I think, think it's the money, but I think a lot of us are starting to realize that people are, they don't stay for the money, right? Um, It's meaningful connections that are a really important predictor on, on whether or not somebody in your team is happy, whether somebody in your team is being successful, whether somebody in your team um, really is is starting to show up and wants to contribute to the team, to the events, to their own business, etc. Because if you think about it, people aren't stupid, right? So, and all I really mean by that is they know you make money when they work. And so the worst thing we can do is have people have this animosity towards us because we're not actually connected to them. And this happens really easily as just as life happens, right? And we forget sometimes, hey, we're working with people. So, so much of it is communication, 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 and really connection, connection and communication. I don't think any of you have ever felt mega connected through a Facebook messenger as an example, right? Yet people really... That's the only way they're communicating with their team sometimes, right? And that goes back to why, oh my God, please drive like a crazy person to Empire You, right? The level of connection these people don't even know they need, right? They don't even, they don't even know that they need it and it'll change their whole life is so wildly important. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to give this as an assignment, but just think for a minute. If you were to pull your entire team and if every single person had to respond, what would the responses be if you asked people... Um, how connected they feel to you, right? Like what percentage would be like, oh my God, yes, I know her. I love her or whatever. And by the way, boundaries, okay? That's like, don't misunderstand what I'm saying, all right? Because especially as your teams grow, you're going to start to have people who basically want to know like what color your underwear is, right? And it's like totally wildly inappropriate how much they want to know everything about everything. Like, did you eat breakfast, Alicia? I just want to check up on you, okay? Like, what color are your sheets right now, Amanda? I was just wondering, like, did you walk the dog yet? Excuse me, excuse me. Is Goldie walked yet, Kayla? I need to know. Did you walk Goldie? Okay, like, um, I was just checking up. I'm just wondering, like, what's going on with you and B, Amber? Like, I was just wondering, like, to, yeah, it was like a good, 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 did you get a date night this week? Like, what's happening in Florida, Amanda? Like, 
Like, is the, what's the weather like? Did you count the bugs? Like, they start asking weird stuff, okay? So I'm not saying that. Like, please have boundaries over your life. But at the same time, can you allow people to, uh, to, to, to come in a little bit? And on that, actually, I wasn't expecting a train on this, but I did share it to my Instagram story. You can just check it out from my story or from his actual wall, but I don't know exactly where the video is in his, his feed. But I reposted Ryan Holiday's, like a little reel from Ryan Holiday, and he's talking about how um, you're going to upset people with the amount of time you give them. But time is your most valuable resource, and, and they will try to guilt you. You know, okay, can I just have a minute really fast? No. You know, hey, hey, can, I, can you just give me a quick, quick advice on whatever? No. You want to pay me for my time? Right? And so I want you to think about that when I say this. Like, I don't want you to go too far down the, let me just give them full access to everything in my life. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. Um, but I am letting you know people definitely need connection. And it is a huge part of this, the success of people today. I mean, Mel nailed it on Pitching Empire U last night. She's like, you know, I, I went, I thought I was having a girls weekend, and then I made all these friends. And oh my God. And like, you guys meet accountability partners. You meet people that are your lifelong friends. Like, I still remember, you know, meeting Tawny for the first time. Felt like I met her a hundred times. But, you know, like on the streets, of Louisville, which just sounds strange, but like, you know, you make these deeper connections. I look down, she's wearing fish on her feet. I'm like, what is happening? This is incredible, right? We, we all have these different moments. We all have these different, um, these different memories together that only happened because we were in person. And if you sit here and you look at the champ call in particular, so many of you are so close to one another, right? So many of you, now you're not close to all, all of, none of you are close to all of you. Okay. But you have deep relationships inside of this. That connectivity, you know, that's part of the reason why some of your businesses are exploding. You know, you've got Amber and Kristen who, yes, they are real life friends, but they're also accountability partners and scream at each other, right? Like you've, you've got Brittany and Kayla, you know, you've got like, it doesn't matter. I could keep going through your accountability partner lists, but there's that this that goes on right? Where you're so connected and you're just driving each other up, you know, Sydney and Brooke on each other's butts all the time because they're connected to each other. And then they're also working on pushing things together, you know, like Kelsey and Jenny, I think it is and like whoever else on here, right? And if you don't have one yet, like maybe you should. Okay. So connected, 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 connected. This is really the whole entire conversation of, of everything we're doing. Right. And so a couple things you can do. Take the actual steps to know the team. And I know you know this, right? But, and I'm not the best at any of this, by the way. Sometimes I train stuff that I just need to get better at again, okay? Um, as an example, though, something I'm not the best in the world at is I obviously used to have that, um, I used to have that, hold on a second. Sorry, a non-champ was on. Um, I used to be really good about having that spreadsheet, right? I used to be really good about having that spreadsheet about everybody's favorite colors, everybody's favorite uh, whatever, and then it just got too freaking big, right? Or I wasn't organized enough or whatever, okay? It might be time for all of us, again, to find out people's favorite things or people's shirt sizes or people's favorite color or people's love language or people's whatever. Some of you are excellent at this. I'm... I'm, I was good at it, and then I don't know. I, I didn't get that great. I stopped being great at it. So weakness of mine, let's start stepping forward and getting to know people better. Luckily, I'm really good at watching stories wicked fast, and I'm also a speed reader, so I can read people's posts really quickly, learn things about them really fast, and bring it up. Okay, that's just a gift, right? But if you want people to work closer with you, 
you've got to show people that you know them, right? It also allows you to put people in the roles that they actually belong in because you do know them. Like you start going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are you working on this? This is not your gift zone. Wait a minute. Why did you volunteer to be, you know, the person who opens team calls when you're super shy? Why did you, why are you the one? You get the point. Okay. Uh, you obviously get the point, right? So Next thing that you can also do that will also probably help connect your team is something I've been doing, and it's very, very useful. You can call it like a mentorship thing if you want to. You can call it small group coaching. You can call it whatever. But we used to talk about it all the time in the schools, right? We talk about schools. What are the classes you're bringing up? Well, we're doing a lot of recruiting right now. Who's in this next school, right? Who are you bringing up as the next level that you want to coach together? When was the last time we did that? Yeah, you can call it masterminding too. Sure, love that as well, right? So I've been doing, um, I don't know if I've told this call, but I do small group coaching now. I have seven small groups just for my front line. Um, and they were divided by new volume from last month. And that's how I divided them. So they're separated in groups of 25. Of course, I know my front line is ginormous. So do it with however you want to. But inside of that, these are people that are then peers. So now they're in groups. They tend to have about 15 to 18 people on the call. Usually 25 people do not show up. I think that's never happened, right? But um, not everybody shows up, of course. But we get on there and it's, it's, it's sharing and it's masterminding and it's me directively coaching. And then I give them an assignment and we come back same time next week. I will tell you... The front line performs ridiculously well anyway, but I, I am promising you, I don't know exactly what's coming out of these small groups, but this is getting crazy. The relationships that are deep, deep, deep already from three weeks of it, I guess it was the third week, maybe fourth week, I don't really know, wild, right? They're all having the same problems, so now they're having the same breakthroughs. I don't have animosity towards it because they're all asking the same questions that are actually serving the whole group, okay? Everybody is stepping in the right direction. It's almost like, and they're creating, you know how it is. How many of you have ever been asked by somebody, who's going to be my accountability partner? I'm looking for one. You know, somebody says, oh, my accountability partner, Dion, in the, uh, in the chat, and then everyone's like, I need one of those. And then they're matched up with like, the, like it would be like the equivalent of a prove-it partner being matched up with Jenny. You know, like, oh, Jenny's really not going to be served from that. And neither is the prove-it partner because the prove-it partner is going to want to die. Okay? Like, they're, they're going to want to drive himself. I don't even know. No way. No way. They're going to send in their resignation immediately. I don't even think we can resign, but they will. Okay? Like, can we resign? I don't know. But they would figure out a way for sure. Right? But that's what these people think accountability is. You know, they don't understand what's happening. So inside of that, I've had a really easy time saying, hey, you're all equal peers here. You're all running the same kind of business here. So what I want you guys to do is inside of this group, these are the people you should be looking for an accountability partner on. And every single week they come back to the call. And the first thing that happens at the front of the call is they say, you know, hey, it's Angela. I did my assignment. Right. Or, hey, it's Joe. I didn't do my assignment. I keep picking on this fake person named Joe, but there's definitely no Joe on the call. So, <laughs> okay. But they're loving it and they're getting to know each other and they're their peers inside of it. All right. And so you'll also start to see them create deeper friendships, which then obviously you, you watch it then on a Wednesday night training, right? You'll see it on your team calls where then in the chat, it's like, yeah, my girl, Stephanie. Woo. Yeah. Team Terry, you're so great. Oh my God. Chris Alexander did this and this and la, 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 la. Like they, they start, you, you start screaming for each other in the chat right? Which changes the entire team camaraderie of everything that's going on. So where can you create that kind of mentorship inside of everything? 
right? And you can incentivize it if you want to, you know, if you want to run contests inside of it, you can, but you don't have to. This is truly a connection piece that's going to help you scale your business. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't, I'm sure some of you are starting to do this already, but this is powerful. It's really powerful, okay? Okay, the next thing is make sure people are practicing together, right? So one of the things, an example of this, one of the things that I think is driving more community than we realize is actually the boards app, right? The boards app and Betty the Bot actually drive community and connection, right? Because if somebody's confused, someone who's even new can go, oh, well, did you use blah, blah, blah in boards, right? And then now somebody feels like, oh my gosh, I had the answer. I didn't know that I was going to end up having the answer. Oh my gosh, I feel so cool because I have the answer. And then you allow them to practice. You allow them opportunities to share their knowledge, right? You allow them to brainstorm and they're collaborating all over the place, right? So utilize any times you can do that where people can practice or I haven't done this in a while, but a little thing you can do with your team that works very well is you can actually say, you know, I used to do that. Like, so what would you say if somebody said, and I would let them run through the scripts in my chat, right? Just practicing, 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 practicing over and over and over again, okay? All right, um, this pretty much goes without saying, but hey, you know, you want a connected team that works as well as our team does, make sure people feel comfortable, okay? Um, and I don't mean that in like a weird, like harassment way, because I don't think anyone's harassing anybody on, on the internet. I would assume not, but maybe some, some people are, we might have some stuff like that going on. I don't know, but like, are there people that you need to step in right away who make people feel uncomfortable and you're letting them kind of linger in your chat, you know, or you're letting them hang out on your team page or you're letting them, you know, have side conversations in the middle of a team training, you know, you know, when it's happening, right? Like you're on a call like this and you, and even, and so I have my screen set up. I don't know how I did it, by the way. I know some of you have asked, but I have 49 faces on mine. Like I set it up. So your faces are a little bit smaller, but I will never forget one time we were on a team on a call and I knew people were, I, I could tell who was talking to each other, like in the chat, like, a, like the private thing. You know what I mean? Where like the, the message comes up red because like, even though they were on different sides of the screen, if, and you don't know where everyone is on my screen, but like, so Brittany Vieser is down here and then Stephanie Holbin's up here. Like, they were like going like this, you know? And like, and then like, but like around what the person who was talking was saying. That person like literally no longer affiliates with our team at all, or like both of them. But it's, it's interesting. You, like, we, I, I literally saw it happen. And I'm only using that as an example in my head because I know you've all been leading teams long enough. You know, you've seen this on your own team calls, haven't you? Where you're like, you are literally not even listening. Like, what are you doing? Okay. So, and there can be, and sometimes there's some of that stuff and pay attention. Just be that leader who listens to people. You know, it just goes back to listening and empathy. When somebody is comfortable enough with you to tell you when somebody's doing something, listen, pay attention. Even if it's like your friend, you know, if somebody comes to you and says, Hey, like during that team, this happened too. Hey, during that team training, so-and-so was messaging me, blah, 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 blah. While you were training, like literally about what you were training about trying to de-edify you during the whole training. And I was like, Oh, interesting. Cause I was, I was like, I thought we were friends, right? Pay, just pay attention. Just pay attention because the person who told me that, and this has happened a couple times, right? That person did not feel comfortable. And if I had done, and if we had done nothing around it, 
you got to be careful, right? Because you're protecting an entire organism. Your whole team is a living, breathing organism. So make sure everybody feels comfortable because our team should be a space where everybody feels safe. Everybody should feel free from bullying. Everyone should feel like they can be themselves. Everybody should not feel like, like we have a very family-like atmosphere. Some of you obviously, like uh, some teams are called the teamily even, right? And so I want you to think about that. And I also want you to think around even, even that word, like family, I like teamly, that's cute, but like the family-like atmosphere, make sure almost, because there's so much power in language, family-like can even be triggering for some people, right? Because some people had really negative experiences with their family. So more, it's almost more like just encourage people, hey, we're going to treat each other with dignity. We're going to treat each other with respect. We don't need to be we don't need to be best friends, but we're all going to respect each other, right? Kind of like earlier in this call, I said, you know, some of you are really close with each other. Not everyone, no one is close with everyone, but everybody's close with someone, right? So just make sure your team knows and feels confident that their concerns are taken seriously. Because if they are, you will have a team that it is such a connection. The, the, the team space is so, so dynamic and connected. And ultimately, those, those people that just don't really belong inside of your inner circle, I'm not even talking about the empire right now, your inner circle, you know anyway. And so by you trying to change who you are and the values that you want to run your life and your business by, it's actually going to, it's going to fray your entire organization, right? It just, it just will. You won't even attract the right people anymore that you're trying to attract because you're trying to pacify all these people instead of just sticking to your core values. That's why core values are so important. You just have to stick with them, okay? Um, recognition, 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 okay? This is such an important vehicle. I know you know it. There, you can't post too many leaderboards. You can't run too many incentives, obviously, at whatever price point you want to. Um, you can't do too many certificates. You can't say their name too much. I know y'all, some of you, you're like, I just sit on the call just waiting for her to say, Stacy, just say my name, David Verostegui, right? Like, you say my name, say my name. I know everybody wants their name heard and said. It just is what it is, okay? It's normal. That's not weird. It's not egotistical. It's not anything. People want to be recognized. People want to be known for doing a good freaking job, you know? Every single call when, you know, uh, Lizbeth, Andreas, uh, and Mateo were living in, um, uh, in Florence, of course, we're living in Mexico with David and Roberto. Like every week I'd be like, Oh my God. And Lizbeth traveling, like we a constant, right. Making sure they're known. Hey, I see you, you know, Mateo's actually, uh, I'm sure he's, I hope he's not on the call. I think he's on an airplane. Um, Mateo is literally moving to Mexico right now so that he can make his way into the United States. He has to get a visa. So he has to live in, uh, in Cancun first. So he's gonna, I guess, I don't know. Was he crashing at Chelsea's pad or something? I don't know what's going on. But like, hold on, let me like stop for a second because like <laughs> my freaking heart is going to explode. Like how many, like you cannot, you cannot make this up. You know what I mean? Like you literally cannot make up the fact that I would recruit a Mexican who recruits Roberto, who betrays Roberto. Roberto never leaves. Roberto and David become like the da 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 the cartel, okay, of Mexico for the empire, basically. Okay, we've got like our little cartel over there. And then they smuggle in Chelsea from Canada, all right? And then they smuggle in Andreas and Florence and Stephen from Germany. And then they help them with everything from David's in there getting accommodations in Cancun and whatever, whatever. And now Mateo's moving in, and I don't know where they're going to sleep on Bruce's couch or something I don't know what's happening but like literally speaking of chosen family like are you kidding me you can't write it but if there weren't 
connections like that, we wouldn't even be having a conversation like this. You get that? Like if this weren't real, you know, and if, 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 if they didn't feel like if, I mean, Andreas had never been there. He had never met these people. Like he lives in Germany, he's from Germany, he's from Germany, right? Like around the freaking world. And he was boom. Like, this is my, this is my team. This is my family. This is what I do. Like that dynamic never happens if you don't protect your nucleus. You understand? That dynamic can't happen if you don't protect your nucleus, okay? So stick to your core values because imagine if empathy and inclusion weren't part of what we do. We would not be having this conversation right now that is like the coolest thing ever. But anyway, recognize, 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 recognize. It's important that you run campaigns. It's important that you shout out when people hit promos. Even if you're not hitting them, I don't care. But be the leader who can take your ego out of it for a second and be like, you know who's doing a good freaking job? You, Nicole. You, Renee. You, Kayla. You, Chelsea. You, Kate. You, you, like, whatever. Right? Just, I'm telling you, people will do more when they hear their name. That The champ wall, well, it costs $5 a piece. People, I swear, will jump over, like, bridges, you know, to have their face on that wall. You know, before Casey was ever champ, I had her face printed out. I sent a photo of it, I think, to Megan George. I said, send this to her. Send this to her. Like, let her know it's printed out, right? All right. The next, and this is something that I think our team is very good at. I think that our company is very weak at this. And I think it affects how people feel inside of the company. You have to keep information flowing at all times. Communication is so important. You need to ensure that information is moving through the team. It should be flowing from the top down as well as the bottom up. Okay. Your team members, your new people should be encouraged to ask questions. They should be encouraged to talk to the champs. They should be encouraged to offer feedback, right? They should, they should have a voice also. And then we have got to make sure we tell people everything. It's funny. Like I just said this the other day, actually, in in the European leadership chat. Um, I think it might have been Liz Beth was like, um, or the translation chat or something, some chat for Europe. She's like, any update on Europe? And I'm like, baby, you will never have to ask me. I will will be on the phone getting the Europe update on another phone texting at the same time. Like, there will be no lag. There will be no lulls of communication, right? Like, you won't need to wonder. You will know. Keep the information flowing. If you need to change the time of a call, communicate, communicate, communicate. If you need to roll out a promo, you can't roll out a promo yourself. How many of you noticed this? That nobody knew about the food promo because it was just rolled out like, like you can't do that. You can't. You got to get everyone on board. You got to be on board. Then you get your main players on board. Then you get the rest of the, the players on board. Then you get everybody on board. It rolls from the top down. And then you let people talk from the bottom up. If you do that, people feel extremely empowered. And even if you roll something out that they don't like, they know they can communicate with you and they know they have a voice. And the cool thing is sometimes you might get feedback from somebody that is, you know, just a prove it partner or something. And it might be really good advice. And then you can implement it. And then do you know what happens? 
that person will go in your chat and be like, oh my God, I asked Candace if on Wednesday training, if she could play this song and she played that song. Oh my God. Like that's literally what happens, right? They feel so heard, so seen. How many times have you shut up when you know you had something good to say? Because every time you'd said something in the past, nobody, nothing changed. This has probably happened in relationships with some of you, for sure. Business relationships with some of you, um, at jobs with some of you, I'm sure, right? So you just stop talking. You learned very quickly. Okay, they keep saying they're going to change something and nothing is changing, so I'm just going to be quiet. So keep the information flowing and open lines of communication at all times. Okay, now, I am, now I'm not saying to let people have access to you at all times, but if they do have your phone number, you know, set the business hours that you will respond to it, but make sure they at least know that they can get a hold of you. All right, because if they don't, here's what happens if you don't know. Okay, here's what happens if they don't know how to communicate with you. They will message you everywhere. Okay? You'll end up having, they'll message me to try to message you. Hey, I've really been trying to get a hold of Sydney for like three hours. And like, I don't know what she's doing. Um, but, um, you know, it's been three hours. And I Instagrammed her and um, I texted her and I called her actually as well um, on two numbers just to see if she was ignoring the one. And then um, I Facebook messaged her too. And I even commented on multiple posts and I have not heard back. So I'm just wondering, oh my God, it's TikTok. I'm supposed to TikTok. I'll be right back, Jesse Lee. I'm going to go TikTok her and see if she'll respond like that's what these people are doing okay that's what they do so make sure you let them know and you communicate that with them okay all right the next thing is can you set up communities of interest a great example of this would be book club a great example of this is power hour okay what are the kinds of things you can do around empire you as well like you have to get creative around this sometimes as a leader, but where are different things where, you know, you have a local market somewhere. I was considering, I'm still kind of considering, I just don't know yet. I'm considering getting in the Range Rover and like, and like doing, you know, not like a proper tour, but kind of like a meet and greet, like cities that have minimum 20 people on the team, you know, I'll stop in and, and we can like do a, a dinner or something. We don't have to do a big event or anything, but just connecting, you know, just getting in the car and connecting and connecting and connecting and connecting. Um, and 20 is probably way too little of a number, but you get the point. Like, but where can we set up places where people feel so part of something, where they can post images, they want to post videos, they want to take TikToks with you, they want to do whatever, they want to create content, right? Any of these things. You know, what are the hobbies that all of us have? We all have hobbies. And then how can we create emotional connection inside of it? Like, that's why book club is working so well is I don't even think these people, I don't think most of them are reading. I don't care. All right, they're getting on the call though, and they're. <laughs> I'm on book club! I'm on book club! Ah! Okay, they're so happy to be on book club. Their faces every time I pop on. <laughs> book club! Okay, like I read a little bit out of a book on Keto Academy when I was presenting, and like the chat went, oh my god, book club! like hundreds of book club comments I'm like oh my god <laughs> okay like they don't even realize where I'm literally training them you know they barely show up to a to a uh, to a to a Wednesday night training but book club man they're on there with bells on I don't care it's because it's an event for them it's a it's a common interest you understand Oh my God, the babies are so happy when I make ridiculous faces. I think I need to do it more. Like literally all the children on the screen were like, <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. 
Um, which goes into kind of my next thing, which is like, can we do more things like we have been as a team? And can you inside, inside of your organization as well, do more things that feel like events that feel like social events, right? Like think about the level of engagement for spirit week. I don't, I could not care less. Okay. I mean, literally Brie had to send me a shopping. No, no. I think she had to order it for me. No, no, no. She sent me the links. She sent me all the links to what I had to order for spirit week. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't even, I, seriously. All right. I know I need to, I'm the leader. All right. Send me the links, man. What, what are the, what are the, what, 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 what jingle bells do I have to wear? What the hell? Right. Or whatever it is, you know, cookathons or whatever else the things are that people like to do this kind of stuff. What are the social events that we can put together? You know, um, around food right now, this might sound silly to some of you, but you know, I'm assuming all of you grabbed Pruitt food. Do you think some people on your team grabbed Pruitt food? I'm gonna guess yes. Have you thought about um, a food Zoom once a week? Even if it's a lunch for 10 minutes, like literally 10 minutes, not training, just, hey guys, let's eat lunch together. I know you're thinking seriously. I'm gonna eat. And this is this is stupid. I know. I didn't say it made sense. I'm just telling you, people will lo- people will eat it up. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> They're gonna be obsessed. You can be like, listen, you can only come if you got your proven food. So hold up your hold up your thing of food. All right, what are you eating? Mm-hmm. 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 Right. Yeah, and if you're if you if you chew loudly, which apparently I do, I think I just have a loud jaw. I don't know. I think I got like a little pit bull jaw. I chew with my mouth closed. I watched on video just to double check. Yes, I do. I just have a loud mouth. I got a very I I I have video recordings now of chewing with my mouth closed. So you can't lie to me, Sydney. Sydney's lying. Okay. Um. So I think it's this jaw. I think my jaw just cracks a lot or something. But uh, anyway, anyway, um, if you're a loud chewer, just hit the mute button. Okay. I've heard you eat cheese. That's not true. Whatever. Yeah, for, yeah. it was just the freeze-dried blueberries. Those are just so loud. It's not my fault. Okay, leave me in the cheese alone. I'm done with you. They're bully. I said no bullying on this team. Everyone, I was talking about Sydney Smith when I was talking about the bullies that, in, that, that weave their way into the team. And you love them, but you just have to get rid of them. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> um. Something I know we are working on and it's not done yet, but something just to give you guys an idea, because on a smaller scale, you might be able to implement this right away is, and I think we can, because I used to do this in, um, in my party plan company a million years ago, I had like a little heat map of where everybody lived, right? Um, I knew where everybody lived. They could input their address on a form and then it was like this map that popped up and it showed where everybody was. And so it was almost like a little, um, team directory, People knew, oh, if you needed product, you know, well, Marsha only lives down the street in the, in, in the swamp. <laughs> All right. Everyone's in the swamp. I always think swamp when I think South Carolina. I don't think any of them actually live in a swamp, but I'm calling it what it is. All right. But everybody knew, everybody knew what was going on. Um, and they knew that where they could, you know, trade product. They knew, hey, oh, I'm doing a, doing a, why have you not given the lab that info? Oh, I'll have to try to find it. It was literally eight years ago. Like, I would have to try to find the website. That's already been discussed that we want to do that, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just, just, I don't know. Text me. I'll do it right after this. I'll do it right after this. Okay. Um, 
Oh, you didn't know how to do it? I'll find it. It was a website. I don't know, man. Why are you, why are you bullying me? Why am I th- really, this is two times in five minutes. I'm getting bullied twice. I mean, my feelings are so hurt. Cat, do something about it. Do something about it. Cat, cat's aggressive. She'll, she'll handle you for me. All right. <laughs> but make sure people know where people, uh, people live. Because one of the craziest things is, and I'm sure you get this too. Do any of you ever get the messages that are like, um, do you have any team in Wisconsin? People are like, uh, uh, I don't know, right? Well, I know. I mean, Annalie, obviously, right? And, and, and others. I guess Milwaukee. Pfft. All right, Kayla Hahn, right? But uh, you, guys, you guys get the point, right? Um, I think, Sarah, are you in Wisconsin too? Or are you Minnesota? I feel like you're Minnesota. I don't know. I might be wrong about that. But anyway, um, yeah. You. Oh, oh, you're in Armenia already? Oh, my God. Kat's already in Armenia. All right, well, in the heat map, that'll be like this random little thing over there in the middle of the world, okay? And then look, the last thing I'll say is make sure you, you are paying attention to people that clearly have passion, okay? Like if you wanna create the community inside of your team, they don't have to be the best sellers, okay? And they don't have to be the best recruiters and they don't have to be the best presenters and they don't have to be the best at anything except for being passionate, right? You need to have that glue if you want to have a business that sticks and 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 sticks. It's so important. It's so important. And the crazy thing is people then do rise up. People that never expected to know how to sell or recruit or whatever. Like some of you, I'm just looking at some of you and I know you never thought you'd be driving, you know, your Jeep with pink wheels, <laughs> right? Like you never thought you'd be, you would be doing, having the life that you have. You never thought that you'd be the person who gets to quit their job. You never thought you'd be yeah, in a Cadillac or whatever. You never thought you'd have a Range Rover. You never thought you'd have a Mercedes. You never thought you'd be in the cartel. <laughs> like you never knew these things, right? You didn't know you'd be, you'd be up there in frigid Canada, you know, doing your thing. The Canadians on here now, right? Like that's, I guess there's not, well, actually the Canadians keep dwindling because you keep leaving the country for Southern pastures, but at least Danielle's a, a, a Canadian champ now too. So Cheryl's not alone up there in the, in the blustering cold, right? But the passion, who's got the passion? And then can you just continue to encourage that passion? Because that will spread into motivating the people who do sell a lot and the people who do want to train and the people who do want to recruit a ton. That all just bleeds into everything. And you need, trust me, you need those people. You do. You need those, those ride or die people that take a little bit longer to get it, a little bit longer to see the vision, a little bit longer to have the confidence to build, a little bit longer, but they're so excited to be there. Because when they're excited to be there, they go crazy. And then they might become some of your best trainers. Can you guys believe Jen Manning used to be scared of me? <laughs> Uh, she's probably still a little scared of me. Just kidding. All right, but uh, she's only scared of how I chew my cheese. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but look, it's all about community. At the end of the day, that's that's truly the glue that holds everything together is our whole team. It really is. And if you do nothing else but get to know somebody on here a little bit more that maybe you don't usually talk to, like just send them a message. You know, hey, we've never connected. Just want to say hi, you know? we're about to go into an event together in eight weeks or whatever it is. You know, we've got to be this core unit of people um, that everybody looks up to. They do anyway, but there's just a different level when we are all on the same page and we're all charging towards the same mission 
and we're all united. It's one big, strong, united front. So I really appreciate you guys. Um, I know there's 20 minutes left, but... Uh... If you got value out of that episode, as I'm pretty sure you have, please make sure you share the good news of episode 491. I love you guys. And I'll see you tomorrow. Ciao, ciao.